What's good, everybody? Welcome to Combos for the Culture, where we run to the conversations that everybody is running from. I'm super, super excited about today's podcast. Um, we have probably one of the best content creators out here joining us today. Awesome entrepreneur, awesome creative. Um, she's she's everywhere. If you're on social media, especially Instagram, you've definitely seen her videos. You probably use one of her sounds. Ladies and gentlemen, culture holics. Let's welcome Nikki Saunders to the show. How are you feeling? Or as you would say, what's popping? What's popping, everybody? How's everybody feeling? First off, thank you for sharing your platform with me. I don't I don't ever take that lightly. I have I have a podcast, so I already know like the the selection of people is is done on purpose. So I appreciate yes. this. Uh, I appreciate you for uh stopping by. I appreciate you for stopping by. So um Let's get into it just real quickly. Uh, for my listeners who might not know you, can you just give us a little brief snapshot of who you are? Indeed. So uh, I'm Nikki. I'm a kid from Queens. Uh, mainly everybody knows me for the work that I've done with Dr. Eric Thomas, the number one motivational speaker, where his account was about 300K and I grew it to 2.1 million and still growing till this day. Worked with people like Inky Johnson, Earn Your Leisure. And so now my whole thing is helping uh, the regular smegular people on how to get their voice and get their vision out through content to create presence and authenticity. I love that. I love that. So when did you start? you know, creating content. Um, how long would you say that you've been a content creator? Mm, I would say about like five to six years, five to six years. Um, just doing it. I think for taking it super serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not a long time at all. No. So what were you doing prior? Yeah. So what, what were you doing prior to this? Uh, on the outside looking in, this looks like something that you've been doing since Facebook was started. Since no, 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 no. So I was in the Navy for nine years. And then when I got out, I was uh, an IT uh, at a bank. Like I was just regular, regular IT. Shout out to all my ITs. But uh, I, I had nothing to do with social media, nothing to do with content creation. Wow. It kind of just like happened as passing time and then of course uh being involved in et's community finding mm -hmm. the gaps and he was like yo and his team yo you want to try this sure why not i'm already addicted to social media why don't we try to do this and uh it's been up ever since so what i'm hearing is um shout out to serving uh, i did eight years in the army so it's awesome to see another vet um so what it started off is you were actually a part of his community. You were learning yeah. and whatnot, and then you found a place to serve. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, um, it didn't get, like, what people really see of me now, the, they mm -hmm. don't understand that I did pretty much two years for free dealing with E, right? Wow. So going to every event on my dime with my little Honda, shout out to my Honda that I still have, right? <laughs> um going to every event, doing what I can from making sure the people are seated, making sure people have ate, whatever. Um, I was big on, of, of course, if people see this, I'm big on sneakers. So if somebody needed sneakers, I made sure they got sneakers. Like it was whatever I can find because I was still very lost at what I can do. Right. Mm. Getting out of the Navy, it's like that's a weird transition. Right. Get, yeah. And anybody in from the military understands that. It's a it's a weird transition to get back into civilian life. So you're gonna feel lost for a minute. And it wasn't until I started really putting words visually uh with content where it started to be like, okay, cool, but at the same time, you never really understand like, can this be something? Can this, like, is this something I could really make a career out of uh, doing it all the time? And after dealing with E for a while, realize, yeah, yeah, you can. 
I love that. I love that. Wow. That's, that's, that's super encouraging to see that. Um, I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, because, you know, during the pandemic, everybody jumped into content creation. Yes. Everybody jumped into coaching and mentoring and all of that. And I mean, that's a cool thing. It's cool. Um, but I think the piece that a lot of people overlook is that you did it for free um, for two two whole years. You did it for free. Yeah. Um, what would you say to people who feel like they've, okay, I know I got to serve some people, but then there's the other side of it as people will always want you to do stuff for free. People will always want your knowledge and your free game. Um, how do you balance that? So it's it's understanding uh, money and opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. No, yes, granted, we all have bills. We go on social media and we see everybody's lavish life. Yo, I want that too. I deserve that, absolutely. But then there's certain things that you have to look past money and you have to see, is this going to be an opportunity? At least this is how I look at it. Is it going to be an opportunity that's going to uh, allow me to get smarter uh, allow me to uh, get better in health, allow me spiritually to grow, right? Mm. It's going to allow me to actually make a better way for my team, right? Can this, by me sacrificing doing this, is this going to create a whole different wave for the team that I have or possibly going to have? You know, so I'm big on opportunities and figuring mm-hmm. out what can, you know, what can better my life rather than necessarily the money because making money is easy, right? And I always say that it's super easy. I think we have expectations with how much we want to make, but to sit here and say to make money is easy. You can make a quarter in two seconds. You can make a dollar in in three seconds, right? But to make the amount of money that you want right? And expect that could take a little bit longer, but to make money isn't hard. But with proper opportunities, I can make money probably triple what I would have made if I didn't like a flat rate or a retention rate or whatever. I can make way more money by being in the room, by taking advantage of this, uh, this information, by the connections, networking. So I, I kind of look at it in that way, if it's in, if it gives me an opportunity, I have no problem doing it for free. If, if not, if there's no opportunity, if this is a transactional situation, then it's going to be a money thing. And that's perfectly fine. That's, that's so real. Um, I think gaining those opportunities and especially when it comes to getting in the room, yeah. uh, I think that's very essential. I went to, so I was in uh, David Shans's morning meetup community yeah. and I went to the first morning meetup that we had and I brought a bunch of my gear there and um, I wasn't even trying to sell the gear. I just knew there was certain people who I knew were going to be there and I knew that if I just gave it to them, that it would help, help the brand out. So Absolutely. I gave David, Donnie, Neo and Jose, I gave yeah. them all hoodies and whatnot. And David and David and Donnie have both worn it on the podcast no, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been on, you know, the YouTube channel. All those people seeing it. Had I gone there and be like, "Oh, you got to pay me thirty dollars, thirty five dollars," then who knows? They may or may not have bought it. But just giving it to someone um, from a genuine place that's helped me out a lot. So that getting in the room and not always chasing the dollar—that's definitely important. Yep. Yeah, that it and it is hard to see that sometimes from those people who think in survival mode first, mm. right? When we started our when we start our business, some of it like like for you, the hoodies cost, right? Yeah. So you're not trying to dish out at all the product because it it cost you something. However, there's always a way of being very strategic with everything that becomes a win-win situation when you look at it. And, and it's always more for the long-term. Survivor mode makes you look at the short-term. Like, okay, right. I need to make this money now. I need to flip this now. Um, so I'm not even thinking what this can do later on. You thought of it more like, yo, that lives on, on YouTube. 
for a very long time. People yep. could search it and it comes up multiple times. You know, that's that's a long game kind of thing. And that's free advertisement for years. Mm -hmm. And so people don't instantly think of that. It's like, yo, nah, give me the give me the 35, give me the 40 and we good so I could flip it to make more product. And I'm like, that's cool. But there, there's a game to this. Everything is a game. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So one thing I want to bring up to you, because I know that, um, so you do the podcast thing, you do your own content, you just, you do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've seen, and I was this person too. So like this, uh, this podcast right here, I started on January 7th, mm -hmm. uh, was the very first episode. And now yeah. we are, uh, 40, what are we, 48, 49 episodes in, right? Let's go. Um, but I put off the podcast for like two whole years. Okay. okay. I put off the podcast two whole years. One, I kind of blame COVID because I didn't want to do like the virtual thing. I wanted it to be in person. Yeah. Um, you know, imposter syndrome. Another one was I, I didn't have the right cameras. I didn't have Ecamm Live. I didn't have this. I didn't have mm -hmm. a professional Sony. All of these things that I didn't have that I wanted this to be. Mm -hmm. What would you say to the person who is starting from scratch, the yeah. person who's saying, well, look at Nikki's content. My content will never look like that. So I'm just not going to start. Well, so so let me start here. This is why I always go back to my phone and create on my phone to show people that it doesn't necessarily matter the quality per se. Mm -hmm. it, a matter, it matters about the authenticity and the message, right? So... Yes, we look at other people, we want the best, right? However, it never really starts that way. Your first video, first photo, first post is always going to suck, period. <laughs> right. I don't, I, it will never meet your standards, right? And that's fine. The thing is, we cannot come out looking 100, because mm. then how do we grow? So... It's good to start where you are because it keeps you hungry to continue to grow. So if you look at like a podcast like Earn Your Leisure that started on their phone, had two mics and their phone, and that was it, to now having a whole production company, they right? Just did that, the whole festival. Right. So, but I mean, they got, they got a media company, they got... They're, they're, they're with Revolt. I mean, what they used to worry about of, yo, okay, is my phone capturing everything? Now they have other people to worry about. They grew that way. Mm. So it never, we, we could spend all the money we want to. We could get the lights, cameras, all that. If we don't have a really good message and we're not authentic about it, it means nothing. It absolutely means nothing. We look at content right now. Majority of the content that's going viral is shot on the phone. True. So, yeah, we could want things. But if we're not starting, then we can never grow to those things. That's real. Wow, I love that. If we're not starting, we can never grow to those things. That's good right there. That's a bar. Um, so... Your podcast, first of all, is amazing. Thank you. Um, so for you all who aren't listening, and I'll make sure that I link it in our show notes, but it's the Nikki and Moose podcast. Awesome podcast. I love how you all take current events, yeah. um, take things that's happening in the world, and then flip it for content and teaching people how to create and teaching people what's working and what's not working and why. Why did Yeezy decide to make 100 posts back to back on Instagram and then right. delete it all and then drop his new sunglasses right after? All right. I love how you all break that down. Can you talk to me about, and also congratulations, you just passed 100, right? 100 sure episodes. did. Sure did. That's 
that's super big, y'all who are listening. For those of you who don't know, like people passing 10 episodes is a huge accomplishment the that's way that's podcasting that. goes. Um, how did the Nikki and Moose podcast come about? Uh, the pandemic. It, mm-hmm. it actually came because of the pandemic. Um, me and Moose talk all the time about, you know, uh, current events, certain ideas. And what we did, what really happened was that uh, Bulls documentary. Remember the Michael Jordan stuff? I think it was Last Dance, the last right? Dance. Yep. I was like, yo, why don't we just talk about it? It, it? it used to be a Facebook Live show, right? It started as a Facebook Live. Um, like, yo, let's talk about it. Let's take some clips from it. Uh, how does it apply to business on your side? And how does it applied to brand on mine, it started getting a little bit of an audience. So that'd be one of my tips, like before, like starting a podcast, maybe doing like a test run somewhere else, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, YouTube live, Instagram, Facebook live, or just putting out different clips here and there, seeing how people react to it. We gained an audience and then we made uh, the podcast. And my whole thing was, Everybody, um, the the biggest thing was in-person podcast. So the same reason why you didn't want to create it was the reason why I wanted to create it. I was like, I want to master remote podcasting. Mm-hmm. But for to the standpoint where I don't want you to feel like we are away. Like you kind of know, but if you listen to the audio, you can't tell. When you look at the the video, it's flawless to the point where it doesn't even matter where we are. The the connection and the interaction is the same as if we were actually in person. There's no skips or anything like that. There's no awkward pauses. So that was always my thing with Nikki and Moose. How do we uh, show people what's happening in the world but from a brand and business side, and how do we take these blueprints from these greats and how do we apply it to uh, to us regular people? And then, of course, how can we show the people that it doesn't take much to do a podcast? Like you could do it from your home and it could be still the greatest quality um, and from an audio standpoint and a video standpoint. So good, so good. Um, and podcasting really is the way, the way of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, for for if you don't know, if people who don't who are listening who might not know, even Spotify. Spotify used to simply be music. They recently changed their name of their company to Spotify Music and Podcast. Yes. So that just shows you like how big podcast is. Um, YouTube is offering people. They're offering a money to different creators to bring their podcast to specifically be uh on youtube mm-hmm. um where do you personally see podcasts going in the next let's say five years um I, I i don't think it's going anywhere but up to be honest with you um i think it's going to be really interesting of how do we make these podcasts more of a better audio experience mm-hmm. um than anything else like yes video was king and we see the the recent um moves as youtube has made as having a dedicated page to podcasting and they're taking it a bit more serious because i mean youtube is it's not going to be left out i know netflix has a whole department um for podcasting and they're going to figure certain things out with podcasting so i think more and more uh, the streaming platforms are going to make it the new norm. Um, I think we're going to experience things possibly where it'd be more spatial audio with podcasting. We're going to see way more tours of podcasting than just what we've been seeing with events. Podcasting tours are going to be more regular. I just think it's going to be a part of life. Like just like how radio used to be a huge part of life. I think podcasting is, is going to do that as well. I agree. Even places like one of my favorite shows is uh, the breakfast club. Um, Mm -hmm. Even them, they started packaging their content towards podcasting Um, because, you know, radio is changing. I think we just have to be able to keep our posts on where things are moving um, and move with it. I think people, who ignore it 
it's good. I, I feel like podcasting is going to be one of those things that people ignore, ignore, ignore until it's too late, and then they're playing catch up. Yeah, it's it's still very early in the game, um, and I suggest anybody who who has regular conversations to just you know take advantage of the podcasting space. It's not as hard as people may think. Um, if you can hold a conversation, you can have a podcast, and it's yeah. just the what what holds people up is the consistency. If you can't be consistent, that's what people struggle with. Like, yo, what am I supposed to come up with every single week? And I always say to the point of what is a topic you could speak for 10 years on Mm -hmm. with no problem. Mm -hmm. Like it just comes super natural to you. Right. Do that because you probably talk about it every single day. I'm asking you bare minimum, do it once, once a a week. You know, we, we do our, I I know um, people who do two, three times a week. We do it once a week and we're, we're uh, global and we're 1% of the whole world just by doing it once a week. So. Yeah. I love that. And I think um, while you're, while you were talking about that, I started thinking about just, you know, finding your niche. We talk about that in everything. And mm-hmm. I think that's even for podcasting, that's super important. Yeah. You know, some people, I think they approach it and they're trying to be all things for all people. And that just doesn't work. And literally whatever you can think of right now, as y'all listening, if you're a fan of the old TV show, The Rugrats, you could literally start a podcast about The Rug- Rugrats. Yeah. And do episode breakdowns and whatever, whatever. Uh, you could do podcasts about you know, auto mechanics. There's like something for any anything that you do and you really love, you can make a podcast about it. Absolutely. Because the community for that, to listen to it and engage. No, that's 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 a all the way fact. And I love the Rugrats idea. So I hope somebody <laughs> takes that because that was actually a fire idea. But I no, <laughs> it, it's true. It's it's and it's okay to have like seasonal podcasts too, because mm. Uh, just like that with the Rugrats that had an ending, right? Like we don't have them no more, but you have enough to create a good amount to then make a shift to then talk about Doug. You know I mean, like to talk about Animaniacs, like you can talk about now people, you've become an uh, authority figure in those different types of breakdowns. So Though you may find a, a really good passion right now, you can talk about that for a season and then come back with a whole nother thing. And it, it's perfectly fine as long as you stay true to the foundation. Not not let not go to rugrats and then you're talking about, I don't know, religion. That don't make sense. Right. Right? No, that, that makes perfectly good sense. Yeah, that don't that that's that's different i wouldn't say it's weird but it's different right Right. um so you always want to figure out what can i narrow in on and what can i talk about all the time that no one else is really talking about stop trying to create the next of right because you will reach a certain ceiling right if you're not disciplined enough if you're only doing it to try to be better than the next or whatever. You want to just figure out your own lane. Like there was a whole bunch of uh, business podcasts. There's a whole bunch of marketing podcasts, you know, I'm more on some, but y'all not talking about this, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk about it in this way, bring some cool people once in a while. Um, And, and that's about it. Like we, we having, uh, on this, depending when this is released, we're having a former NFL player uh, jump on and talk about how he went from his uh, daughter having stage four cancer to now having a global brand of his whole family, you know? So it's, but people aren't talking about how did that become a brand? You know, like you, you want to find the gap in the things that are out there so you can stand out. And it's not that much work of how do I get in front of people? How do I get in front of people? No, people will find you because this is what's missing. 
That's so good. Shout out to that one uh, episode though with uh, Toby. That that episode was fire. I just listened to that uh, last week. Shout out to Tobe. He's killing yeah. it. He is so killing it. So you brought up the NFL player. You brought up Toby. Um, I think I know the answer to this because I'm pretty sure you all did the same thing that I did. But okay. um, how do you get these big names on your podcast? It's relationships. Um, I really, I really believe in um, putting people in front of our audience that we know and that we know is doing something when it yeah. comes to their brand. Like, no, I have a lot of people that is like, yo, how, how do I get on your podcast? How do I do this? Right. And that's because we're not bringing on everybody. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily rely on interviews for it to for the podcast to last right right? so we'll pick okay I see Toby doing something really big lately he was getting on Netflix you know what Toby for the 100th episode I need you on say less me and him have a great relationship he's like no problem right now does that mean am I whatchamacallit am I uh scared to reach out to the the latest and greatest people and be like, Hey, can right. you jump on my podcast? No, I, I don't. But I do feel that work with, with the network that you have already. And that mm-hmm. network is going to open you up to a whole new network. And that right there, you probably going to have a good amount of guests that you don't have to really worry about scooping in and and sending out a whole bunch of emails or getting one of those podcast agencies to like forever find guests for you just work with what you have I I have a great uh brother and mentor CJ who was like first off let them know you first right um interviews are great but we don't know the person Mm -hmm. we want to get to know you first and then bring the people on because now the audience feels as if you wouldn't bring people on unless you truly trusted them. This is not no payola stuff. This is not anything like that. People like you're putting that because they've honestly done something. Right. And, and I would say a hundred percent of our, our guests have created amazing brands or some type of crazy business that, it could be broken down and everybody has gotten value from it. But we always go back to, Hey, it's me and Moose. Let's get back into these episodes. I love that. I love that. And uh, we're going to shift to Brandon, right? Real quick. We're going to shift to Brandon. Um, You talk about, we hear that word so much, brand this, brand that, branding, Mm -hmm. branding, branding. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people have business. I say this all the time. Some people have businesses, but they don't have a brand. Mm. Um, what is branding to the person who's starting? Because some people just think, oh, I just started a t-shirt company. This is my brand. Is that a brand or is that just a business? So it is a business, but depending on what you do, whatever people, whatever is burnt in people's head when they hear your name is a brand, Right. So when you think of Jordan, you think of basketball, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of uh, talk show hosts, you may think of Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think of, I don't know, cooking, you're going to probably think of somebody from the Food Network, uh, Chef Ramsey, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's whatever messaging that is burned in people's heads, Right. It's an idea. It's a message that's burning people's heads. Now, people get branding and marketing confusing. Right. Like marketing is the delivery is making sure people know of you. This Mm -hmm. is the brand is what you want, what people know of you. Right. So it's not even what you want the people to know. It's what do they know of you? And some people swear to have a brand, but we don't know you. Mm. You don't, right? So how do we how do we make sure we brand ourselves uh, correctly? Let's let's get you know 
our brand colors right. Let's get our messaging right. Let's get our tone right. If we have a logo, have a logo right. Is our content looking a certain kind of way or giving a certain kind of tone, right? What is the, you know, who are we talking to? Who is our target audience? What are their pain points, right? And are we addressing the, their pain points over and over again to then give them a solution, right? And and from a pain point standpoint, that does apply to, you know, people who have fashion lines, people who are authors, people who do mechanical stuff, right? Everybody has an audience that has certain pain points and your solution, your system, your experiences is what they seek for. And you have to show that somehow, some way, illustrate that, that people can understand this is why we go to you. So you gotta, you gotta dominate your lane in Mm. the way you feel, uh, where you can stand out. This is where that unique vibe comes in into play. And and I always believe the head of of that business, the head of that particular brand, there's no person that's like them. Like we're all created differently. So the the things that make you unique, you need to push that out on your brand. So people could understand this is way different than what I'm seeing over here or what I'm seeing over there. But the problem is, is we look at social media and we consume so much and that we are brainwashed to say this is what works. And right. in all actuality, that is what's there. That's not the only thing that works. That's good. When you were talking about like what, you know, stay in your lane, what makes you different? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about two gyms and looking at like a gold's gym yeah. versus a planet fitness. They're okay. both, they're both gyms, right? You can yes. go there and work out, but they're not both for the same per- people. And right. gold's gym is probably going to be a lot of, you know, weights being thrown around loud. Oh yeah. 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 Planet tank fitness, top, everything. Tank tops, yeah, yeah. 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 Planet fitness is more comfortable. Come as you are. Yeah. And even the business side, the business model of both brands are, Planet Fitness is, you know, 12 bucks a month. So if you mm-hmm. come, you come. If you don't, you don't. Where like a gold gym is like $50, $60 a month. Right. Where you're a little bit more focused. But it's for two different audiences. And each of them don't try to be like the other. And I think that's a big takeaway is not trying to be like somebody else. Yeah. I mean, because look, if, especially if you're new, mm. let let them catch wind that you're creeping up. They're just going to gear it up and stay number one. Right. Mm-hmm. So for to, to be easier, right. And to be natural, like this should come supernatural to you being yourself. This should be supernatural to stand out in these specific ways because no one else is doing it. And this is what you do with your eyes closed. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Planet Fitness was like, you know what, we're going to put some uh, massage chairs for, you know, our platinum members. You know, you can get all these different machines. You know, here's the instructions. We got apps, all that great stuff. Right. Come as you please. Ten ten dollars, whatever. Right. Um, And it gives you that comfortable vibe where the other ones make you feel like you already need to buff or super disciplined to even hit that gym. And it's like, Mm -hmm. there's, and this is where it's important to understand the audience. They knew, Planet Fitness knew, oh, there's a whole group of people that don't even feel comfortable going in there, right? They may go get the membership and they go once and then they're never coming back. So let me, let me create an, a comfortable environment. Let me even do free pizza, free bagels, right? Yeah. Let's celebrate the people for you coming to the the gym, right? This is understanding the pain points. If you understand your audience and you understand what what they're seeking for, you create a brand around there that feels natural to you. I love that. I love that. Um, what are some of your favorite brands? Apple, easy. Um, yep. Let's say, what's another one? Apple, 
of course, Nike, uh, just because of how they have constantly put out sneakers every Saturday, Jordan to be exact, but mm-hmm. um, sneakers every Saturday with that FOMO feeling, right? Got him. Yeah, the the FOMO feeling is disgusting. I hate it. Um, what else? Uh, Supreme is another one. Um, what's another dope brand? Um, let me look over here because I got. Uh, I, I I'll be remiss to say if I don't I don't say uh uh ET's brand of course because I'm part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, would, wouldn't say that. Um, and definitely what Earn Your Leisure is doing. Um, I think that is, is something to really pay attention to because how they've made such a boring topic into now a lifestyle is yeah. something we all need to pay attention to. Yeah. I love them. It's like, yeah, I would, I would agree. It's definitely quote unquote boring topics and content but they've made it young they made it fresh they made it for the culture and it's like Mm -hmm. yo this is dope and this is what people need because a lot of the stuff that um they talk about we're not having those conversations in our communities um so yeah i agree with you there so i'm glad you brought up et so just for the listeners a person can't be a brand correct a person can be a a person is a brand absolutely I think every person is a brand. You, your name is a brand. Um, you, as the brand, can bring traffic to your business. Um, people trust people. Like, we connect with people. And so I believe everybody, if you take it serious, can be a brand. I'm a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm associated with the podcast. I'm associated with, with Deeper Than The Brand. That's my company. But I am the brand that people connect with and and people really rock with and trust. So it, I take that super serious. There's content that comes out every single day because of the presence that I have for my audience. So, yes, a person can be a brand. One thing I respect about your brand is it's just so like you show up in a space that there's a lot of people in that space. Yes. Right. But you do it so differently down to like, if y'all go to her Instagram, when you click the link in bio, it's not a regular link in bio. You click yeah, yeah. her link in bio and it's like, what's popping? And it takes you on this journey and it's like a video ask. So you give people options to, do you want to do, do you want to listen to podcast? Do you want to mm-hmm. join my 90 day coaching? Do you mm-hmm. want to do this? And then when they click on it, it's another video. Yeah. Like what made you just what makes you show up so differently every day than everybody else? It's just who I am, right? Um I I truly believe that uh I'm not like everybody else. And mm-hmm. so by me believing that I have to move in that kind of way, right? There is a level of sit down that you need to have when you are a personal brand with yourself before you even show up truly on social media. It's like, yo, do I believe I'm dope? Cause if mm. not, if I put out any type of content, it's going to reflect how I feel. Right. That's so real. like it, and that goes more with, this is a personal brand. There still is a personal side of it. And you have to show, you have to show up as you, a lot of people who struggle with that have not sat down and had a conversation with what are some of my insecurities of showing up on a regular basis? Do I really care what people say? What mm-hmm. if they take this out of context? Will I f- be affected by it? If I get a negative reaction or if no one watches my stuff, will I get discouraged? That's will I doubt there. how good I am because no one's looking at it or no one's sharing it? Like at at some point you have to sit down and be like, no, I'm not doing this for the likes. I'm not doing this for the, sh- the engagement or anything like that. I'm doing this because I truly believe there are other people who need to grow with through content and feel like they can do it, feel like they have a place in this supposedly oversaturated uh, market and and understand that everybody has the capability to 
be a global brand. I say this pretty much every single day. Like, yo, you're dope. The way you are is perfectly fine. If they don't like it, they could go find somebody else because there's other people who are doing what you do. They're just not doing it the way you're doing it or you're saying it. I'm very blunt at times. I know that's not for everybody. I'm very silly at times. I know that's not for everybody. I know uh, from everything, from where I'm from and how I was raised, like, that's not for everybody to connect with. And I'm okay because I'm not trying to speak to everybody. I'm actually trying to speak to one person. And that one person actually ends up being a whole crowd of people who feel like, yo, you're talking directly to me, right? If I can understand one person, it allows me to speak like a certain kind of language, certain kind of slang that only they understand. I'm speaking certain keywords that only they would get at certain points, right? Mm-hmm. And so now my my delivery and my messaging is a little bit different than other people because they're trying to speak to the masses and I'm trying to speak to one person. So th- I, I believe there's a power in one. You talk to one person, that one person's going to watch it, that one person's going to share it, that one person's going to... Um, to comment and buy and everything. And you got to appreciate the one person because that one person brings in two, three, ten, hundreds of other people because you dedicated your brand to one. Y'all just got some like really great gems. I hope you know that. I hope that y'all are taking notes. If not, make sure that you're going back and listening to this because y'all definitely got some gems there. Uh, I got like one more thing to ask you before we shift out of this uh, interview. Yo, what's good? What's good? I know that you're loving the show, but before you move on, I need you to give us a rating and a review. Yes, pull that phone out. Give us a rating and a review. Why? Because when you give us a rate, when you give us a review, this podcast gets pushed out to more people. And I know that you love the combo. So please, please, please let somebody else love the combo as well. That's all. That's all I wanted. Now back to the show. First of all, once again, thanks for coming on. This has been awesome. Um, You said something about not being bothered if nobody watches, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Instagram. Okay, let's talk about it. Instagram has been a weird place this year. It has. I was going to say last couple of months, but yeah. really it's been this year um, as they've kind of converted to more video content as they're competing with the TikToks of the world. And one thing that um, I've heard from a lot of people and I've even seen with my own content is the views have gone down. Yeah. Like, significantly gone down yeah what will you tell people who are like oh my goodness i'm making all this great content i'm spending hours on this content and then i post it and it's only getting like 300 views because it's pretty discouraging to a lot of people yeah um it goes back to the power of one right um are you doing it for vanity metrics or are you doing it to create impact are you doing it for vanity metrics or are you doing it to monetize, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, maybe, and, and this is true, engagement reach has gone down, absolutely. But your core people are still watching. Yes. And what we take for granted is our core people. We seek for, oh my God, I used to get thousands and thousands of of likes and views and everything. And now I'm down to 300. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't say now I'm down like, yo, 300 are, are watching. Yo, Mm -hmm. I had two people that actually commented. How do I nurture that audience right there in order to convert? Because the people that, that you're complaining about that is not, you know, I'm not getting the reach. I get not getting the engagement. You haven't converted none of them wow. into what your true purpose of your brand is, right? Which is impact and monetization. When you convert those people, then complain. But right now you have 300 people that are locked in, nurture them, convert them into uh, an email list, convert them into a sale, convert them into a subscriber of some sort. 
-hmm. Until you do that, until you have those people who are locked in converted, why are you seeking for other people? Mm. You're preaching good. That just hit me in my stomach. (laughs) Because even for me, like with the podcast, (laughs) I'm like, oh, I only got like this, you know, I'm, I, I've been doing this for 50 uh, episodes almost. And I only have 60 some people listening a week. I only have, oh, only six, 50 people listen this week, but that's a lot of people. No, um, so, and it's, it's a lot of loyal people. Loyal. Cause it, 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 it takes a lot to listen to a podcast for a whole yes. hour. Yeah. That's, that's like time you can't get back, mm-hmm. you know? So those, those 50 and 60 people that are listening, you know, whether they're listening to it once, once it drops or throughout the week or next week or whatever, right? You got to, to appreciate them. You got to show love to it by mm-hmm. doing your best with the content and not slowing down or the, de- you know, devaluing who you have. And they're going to feel that. And be able to share you out more than if you were just to go number chasing. You know, mm-hmm. like Nikki and Moose started very slow, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a huge backing. And it started very slow. And I'm So when just, you first started? So when you first started, all of the people who already followed you didn't automatically. No, the, 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 no. And so mm. let's 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 be realistic, right? So I have right now, I have about 102,000 followers on Instagram. I only have 10,000, not only in a negative way. I have right. 10,000 on Instagram for Nikki and Moose, right? I have about, let's say, 10,000 downloads a month or something, right? It doesn't translate just because you have all these followers here that they're going to instantly listen to what you have because this is a branch of you. This is not the original reason why they follow you. Now, if they like what you're doing, they're going to go boom, boom, boom. Your core people are going to be like, oh, they got a podcast. I'm going to listen to it. I listen to and watch everything they do. But we have to understand that we have a small amount of a core audience compared to the number that you may see on our social media. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of like people who are just looking, right? You have your supporters and then you have like your true core people, right? It's a cycle of followers that come in all the time. People who are just like, who are you? Okay. I like you. I'll stay a little bit. Let me see what you got going. Okay, I trust you. Oh, I'm rocking with you, right? And that goes through. Now, some people are a little bit quicker. They'll come follow you and they're like, oh, snap, I really like you. What else do you have? I'm buying, I'm I'm subscribing, I'm doing all of this. You're really great. I love you, right? There's some people that are just like that. There's some people that are like, I need to know way more about you before I even really, really, really rock with you, right? Um, So keep showing me stuff. I'll keep looking. I won't comment, but I'll look. Um, I'll listen, but it'll take me a minute to really trust you. And we that's just understanding humans, right? We, we just can't look at, okay, this is going to translate to this, Right. I started Nikki and Moose as zero. Right. And and get excited when we get 100 followers, get excited when we get uh, 20 likes, uh, get excited about that. Why? Because these are 20 people. I have no clue who it is. Right. I have no clue who these like. And I come from a small family. Right. Mm-hmm. So to to get people who I never met across the world being like, yo, I listen to Nikki and Moose. Thank you for what you do. I'm like, first off, who are you? I've never met you. Right. Um, wow. This is crazy. Like when we hit the, uh, like we hit Trinidad and Tobago, we got Japan on the charts. We got Dominican Republic, like places I've never been. 
right? Mm. It's more like you got to appreciate those those people you don't even know. Like, stop trying to get everybody. For one, the people that you do have, put them in your house. Tell me if that's not a lot of people. That's Tell me that, like, if you even if you have a hundred followers, mm-hmm. put that in your house. Some of y'all live in an apartment. Put that in your apartment. Tell me. Right. Tell me all the fire hazards you're about to have. Right. right? It's a lot of people. We can't discredit the number just because we don't see them. Mm, that's so good. That's good. Well, y'all, um, I hope y'all, like I said, I hope you guys have taken something from this. Uh, where can people find you if they want to follow your content, if they want to listen to podcasts, or if they mm-hmm. actually want to work with you on a you know, deeper level? Yes. So um, podcast is Nikki and Moose, the podcast. You can go on all your favorite uh, podcast players or just go to Nikki and Moose uh, dot com. N-I-C-K-Y people. Thank you. And Moose like the animal, like Moose. Right. Um, I'm super active on Instagram at this is Nikki's N-I-C-K-Y with an S at the end. Um, I do have programs and courses, right? My company, Deeper Than The, than the Brand. So it's deeper than the, than the brand.com, right? Where we have uh, ideas to creation, I2C, where we take your idea and we actually help you uh, turn that into a true creation you can start posting on social media. So we have that. We have uh, I2M, which is probably going to be in on, a, on a waiting list, depending on when you hear this because that is my 90 day coaching program that comes up in the very random times. Cause I'm that FOMO type as well. So, um, that's, that's all. That's, that's me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, I appreciate you coming on. I know our listeners are going to appreciate it. If y'all got any gems today, if you learned anything, make sure you go follow Nikki. Um, and thank you all for listening to the podcast. I appreciate y'all. Um, this was episode 49. Uh, so we got one more till 50. I'm excited. Uh, Make sure you guys give us a follow all of that good stuff, rating and review. If you feel like you enjoyed this, uh, shout out, you know, shout us out over on Apple podcast. That's all we got today. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate all the comments on Instagram, on Twitter, on all of the different social media platforms, and I will see you all next week.